Blog Talk Radio. Which does not to make a hard rock smile. Everything that's on my laptop that I have searched, if it ain't already been wiped clean, it is 
perfectly legal. I have not legal. researched anything. <laughs> I have not researched anything that has not been put in a book. Okay, okay, I am, okay, okay. I am I covered. That. I am. I am covered by intellectual property. All right. Okay. I I, I believe that. I believe that. Let me write that one down for myself because it'd be accident. You know, I don't really be searching. It'd be accident. It'd be accident. Yeah, like I said, it's all covered by intellectual property. (laughs) Well, today we do have a guest. Um, As much as I miss the big guy, we're going to have to uh, bring our guest on here in a second. Uh, And we're going to let our guest talk about of course, her projects. Uh, we have Oscar. Well, and I hate to call her Oscar because she, like many of our guests before, wears many hats. So she does many things. So we'll let her kind of get into exactly where she is working and in what different industries. And um, I think it'll be interesting. So with no further ado, we're going to bring Bill McFadden on. And we're going to get this show on the road. Are you with us this evening? Hey, everybody. Yeah, I'm here. I'm posted up. How you doing? We're good. Hey, not How about about that. Hi, hey, Shakir. How you doing? How's your mom? I'm doing all right. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, you are not excited, I hope? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> Okay, good, because when you're excited, that means you show out a little bit and you're not the only one. Oh, oh no, yeah, no. most definitely. We're we, we about to do this. <laughs> so we, But first we have to do all the stuff that, you know, we have to sell our books, we have to talk about our content and all that. We've got to do all the right stuff first, and then I can't make you any promises after that happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Let's ride. So let's just go ahead and let us know about your uh, your writing. Let's start with your writing. Tell us, you know, what projects you have currently. Where can we find your work? And what are we in store for once we do find it? Okay. Well, right now I have a book out. It's called Using Lies as Alibis. Um, I'm the owner of SJM Publishing. I have my own publishing company. And <laughs> we call ourselves the home of real-life fiction. Um. You can expect a lot of crazy people doing a lot of crazy things all in the name of love. Love, lies, betrayal, backstabbing, normal everyday life, just in a book. (laughs) I like to call it like Jerry Springer in a book. Um, Then I'm dropping Sade's Destiny in like two weeks, which is another, yeah, the follow-up. So so you guys just... um people already ready. Well, what I did, I'm I'm a uh, really good preparer. I like to be prepared. Okay. So I took two years and I just wrote, just did nothing but straight wrote, so that okay. when I got ready to release the company, all I had to do was just basically push buttons and release the books. Um, I because, I, yeah, I didn't want to take a lot of time to – you know, most authors, when they come out, you know, they take one book and then they work that book and work that book and work that book. And then it takes a, a, a longer time for your brand to build. I'm mm-hmm. impatient. I don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So I plan to flood the market. So I stockpile with books, and then when I just feel like it, I'm just going to push the button and keep releasing, keep releasing until I'm burned in your brain that I'm here. 
I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm from D.C. I'm repping. I'm writing. This is what I do. Okay. All right. I like that. Get the hell out of the way, I think. Yeah. You're going to have to move. (laughs) Just a little bit to the left. Just let me in, you know. I'm not trying to knock nobody out. I'm just trying to make my way in. That's it. I'm going to say you're trying to get in there. That's different. Yeah. Okay. So, um... Tell us a little bit about your first book um, and kind of give, I know you gave us a whole, kind of familiarize us with um, a couple of the characters, your main characters. Sure, sure. Well, the story is about two best girlfriends, Rhonda and Simone. And, you know, they're out, they, neither has a man. They're both out looking for love. And they happen to meet two best friends, and they form this couple. Uh, One starts to date. Rhonda begins to date Rodney, and Simone begins to date Greg. The only problem is that Rhonda and Simone, though they're best friends, they're the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. Rhonda is more of your everyday go to work, just want to be in love, homebody, just average girl, you know, she ain't doing too much. Simone, she in your pockets. She going to pick you dry. She has no love. One of her favorite sayings is, I keep my room, you know, my apartment filled with men because love don't live here, so I have plenty of room. She about that bread. And they end up with mm-hmm. the wrong people. The, the two personalities end up with the wrong people. And through the course of them trying to find love, a lot of things go on. A lot of things go on that test their friendship, that test the relationships that they're now in. And it leaves you asking the question, when you finally do find love, if your best friend is doing something foul that could destroy your relationship, do you give up the best friend that's been by your side through thick and thin way before the mm-hmm. dude got there, or do you roll with the love that you got? And that's the ultimate question of the book. She has to make a choice. Okay. Okay. So in your follow-up to that, you do you answer in there, or do you not answer into your follow-up? Okay. I did my sequels the exact opposite of what everybody else does. Usually a sequel picks up, um, you know, right where the story lets off. Every every one of my books, the story ends, you know, has a complete ending. But the characters branch out. So Rhonda disappears somewhere throughout this book. But Rhonda comes back, and you find out what happened to her in the next book, and the new life that she's living. You know, because every every person, if you think about the people that you know, everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. So I chose to use that method of spinning off my books, where the books spin off into the individual lives of the ma- of the characters that's in this book. Okay. Okay, and so you have those on deck, right? Because you know people are going oh, to yeah, like, I'm on yeah, deck. I want to know about that person, but I want to know about this person. So that person's yeah, book is on yeah. deck. Okay. Yeah, okay. because, you know, different people gravitate to different things. So I try to make sure that I provided something that 
can appeal to everybody in a different way. I broke all the rules, like as a writer, you know, rule number one, the book is not supposed to talk to you. So I made sure that was the first rule that I broke. I mean, you know, when we when we watch movies, I, myself personally, I talk to the TV. Like, girl, don't do that. That was stupid <laughs> or whatever. So I made the book talk to you. My books actually okay. talk to the reader. And then I tried to anticipate what your answer would be, and then the character responds to what your answer is. Like, yeah, I know you're right. I shouldn't do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. So mm-hmm. I did a lot of things that's different because being in the entertainment industry, the first thing that I learned is once something is already successful, most people try to mimic that, but there can only be one. You have to do something different. So I can't mm-hmm. be Wahida Clock. I can't be Terry McMillan. I have to be me. So I had to find right. my own niche and my own way of doing things to make my brand stand out. And okay. it worked. It's been working. Okay, so this is our first. Um, this is our debut. This is your debut? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, obviously, you studied the market a little bit or the industry a little bit because I heard you drop some really um, um, names that people who have kind of left uh, have a living legacy. You know, you can go back exactly. and put things on things that they've done and, and they've made that impact. So, that's a good start. What do you think about the industry right now? Well, I think it's oversaturated. And I, let me. Before you answer, let me get what genre are you writing? What would you put your books? Well, actually, I write all genres. Um, okay. I'm coming out right now with Urban Lit, but I write children's books. I write autobiographies. I just write. So okay. I have a complete catalog of books. Um, okay. I'm starting off with Urban Lit because I made um, – I did a test run last year just to see if it would work. And what I did was combine my record label with my book publishing company and provided a book with a soundtrack. And I made the news, like, in the U.K., and I got a lot of write-ups and a lot of blogs. I sold out the bookstore in, like, three hours. So I knew I was on to something. So then I was like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, let's roll. So not only do you get the book, but all my books come with free soundtracks that you can download for free. So you can listen to the music that the, the, that they're listening to in the book um, with artists all over. The first book, Using Lives Alibis, the soundtrack was done by William Casanova. And okay. you can download that on DatPiff for free. And then we always do a single, which actually is still getting played, right? The single is still in rotation right now. I just got a tweet from the U.K. The song is playing in the U.K. right now, and that's Don't Start None by Will. So I'm trying to take everything that's been done and add a little bit more to it and then put my own twist on it to make me stand out and be a little bit different. So, what, so again, let's go back to that question. Um, now okay. that we have your genre, what do you think about that urban fiction, urban lit um, genre as it is presently? Coming well, in and kind of watching things, what's your take on it? Well, to be honest, I think that there is, is, is beginning to be um, oversaturated. And what I mean okay. by that is with the uh, when they started with the e-books, it put a lot of black businesses out of business. 
a lot of black bookstores had to close because, you know, you can just go on your computer, download it. You know, mm-hmm. it affected printing. It affected a lot of things. And then people started putting out books for 99 cents. I'm going to tell you now, live on the Shamor, uh, 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 wind down on Wednesday, my book is never going to be 99 cents. Mm-hmm. I worked too hard to write this book. So um, I wish everybody that is out there trying to, to, to come up to make a change, you know, just whatever game it is that you choose to play, study the game. Make sure you get your, your stuff proofread. Make sure your typesetting is correct. Make sure you know the rules of the game that you want to play because people will call you out on it, on your grammatical errors. They They will call you out, and those reviews, can can be hurtful and damaging to what you want to do. But the way that the pricing structure is set up, like you almost had to sell like almost 100,000 books just to make $100 at 99 cents a book. So, mm-hmm. you know, you really need to know the business, any business that you're entering, you need to do your research, study the business. And like I said, everybody has a story to tell. So mm-hmm. me, myself, personally, I don't read other people's books. I just buy okay. them. I buy them okay. to support, and then I put them in the shelf for when I retire. So I have all of these boxes full of books that when and I retire there, from writing, I'll read. Is there a reason behind that? or is it, Writing a book is just like writing a rap or, or anything. Sometimes you you read something and it gets stuck in your mind, and you don't really mm-hmm. know where it came from, and you may think it's your mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not reading nobody's books. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know, right. it's, it's, you know, things just get embedded in your brain. And you're like, oh, yo, I'm going to put this right here, you know, when you're writing. And then it turns out somebody else did the same story or somebody else used the same quote or something like that. So I don't read the books. I just purchase them, you know, to mm-hmm. support other black authors. And then when I retire or decide I've written enough books, then I'll just go sit on the beach somewhere and crack open the books and read all the books and see what everybody was doing and what they were talking about. But because I do right. so many things, I don't want someone else's work stuck in my head mm-hmm. while I'm trying, and I'm still in writing phase. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get that. And, I mean, that's not the first time I've heard that either. Um, you're not yeah. alone in that practice. There's, uh, there are other writers who feel that way. Um so tell us, I know that you do some other things. Um yes. So you want to kind of touch on those? Because I think I had four or five things I had to try to put on that little bitty banner. Uh, <laughs> you you doing, did a great so. job. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, okay, let me see. I'll just break it down like this. I'm the owner of the SJM Group. Underneath that umbrella is SJM Publishing, SJM Music, which is under ASCAP, which is, where my publishing goes and publishing company for music. Then you have SJM Records, which is my record label. You have SJM Imperator Rossi Kennels. Um, I'm a tomboy. I like big, vicious dogs. <laughs> so I have a okay. kennel with everything from Serbian defense dogs to cane corsos to to whatever, you name it. If it's, if it's a dog, I got it or I can get it. But I also have a 15-year-old son. So the last picture that you put up with the um, the animation of the young man riding a skateboard, mm-hmm. he just launched. My son is 15 years old, 
and he's launching his business, and it's called Legna Iserb Couture. It's a clothing line. So that's one of his designs. So his business is launching now as well. So that's pretty much, oh, and I make, of course, you know, um, I do film and television. If you ever go to my page, you'll see, like, the trailer for Betrayal, which is a movie that I'm doing next year, and stuff like that. Anything entertainment, I just put it all under one umbrella um, because Mm -hmm. I do do all of them because everything stems from the written word. So I just inserted myself and... Okay. Here I am on your show. That's enough to keep you busy, too. Yes, I don't sleep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, in getting um, one of your uh, novels and starting uh, to support you, where would we find your work? Um, Well, the books are on sale everywhere. You go Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, uh, they're all they're everywhere. You can um, in the e-book, ebook format. This book I did not do an audio book, but I will do an audio book for Sade's Destiny, which is the next book coming out. I didn't do um, an audio book for Using Lives and Alibis, but it's available everywhere. So please go buy a copy and support the hustle. Once you read it, I got you. You gonna you gonna ride with me for the rest of the adventure? I think I did okay. a good enough job. I bet, I bet. Yeah, so in I in your journey, in your journey into this um, writing, and you kind of branched it out more than just you know writing your books and uploading and waiting to see what happens. You kind of added the music element. So what do you what do you say or what do you think along this journey has been the most difficult part? Of um, the, the self-publishing and into the oversaturated market and having something that maybe everybody hasn't, you know, experienced. What's been the most difficult part of this for you? Unfocused, unprepared people. Okay. <laughs> unfocused, and unprepared people, and in the sense that they're not ready for what you bring, or being part of your team and not working out. In what sense? In the sense of the fact that I'm a realist, I'm I'm brutally honest. Um, I have a I have an incomparable work ethic. I'm I'm in a wheelchair, so let's just start mm-hmm. right there. So okay. I kind of feel like if I can get up and I can do all these things, and you walking, what's your problem? Why can't you get things mm-hmm. done? I'm not a big fan of excuses, like. Uh, that's just a substitute answer. That's like a substitute teacher. It don't count. Okay. A lot of people, on the Internet, you can be whatever you want to be. You can mm-hmm. represent yourself however you want to represent yourself. But I'm a true business professional. So when you come to me and you want to work with me or you want to talk to me about a project, I'm going to check your business out. I want to see how you look, how you present yourself, what's going on. I'm a, I'm a stickler for I try to bring you my best because I never want to let the person that I'm working with down. And I just respect, you know, expect the same thing in return. I expect you to work as hard mm-hmm. as I work. And a lot of people say that they want something, but they don't really want to do the work. Either they have the attitude that they've already made it 
and don't know, and nobody knows it but them, or they just, you know, let life get in the way. But you have to go into an understanding that the closer you get to where you're trying to go, the more things are going to go wrong, and all of those things are done to deter you, to make you stop. So you have to be a fighter mm-hmm. in order to get to where you want to go. And a lot of people are not willing to fight. They just want you to hand it to them. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I, I think in in the self-publishing aspect where it's not just give me a manuscript and I'll get back to you, I think we run into that because that's the, that's the nature of the beast. You know, we run into those, yeah. you know, um, who are not exactly, like you said, what they claim to be on their Facebook page or yeah, they how, they however pump they promote it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, but in the end, in all reality, who who is the show for, me or you? Like, who are you trying to convince? Are you trying mm-hmm. to convince yourself or are you trying to convince me? So, yeah. you know, right. people are just, you know, and you unsure. Know most, and time, most of the time it's themselves because they don't <laughs> believe what they put out there. You know that. I'm a type of person. I want to help everybody. Like, I want to, mm-hmm. I will give you the shirt off my back. Well, Maybe I'll take that back because I might get locked up if I do that. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm I'm all about seeing our people rise. So if it's something mm-hmm. that I can do to help you, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to help you. So when I open myself up and I extend myself, it's really disheartening when they crash out on me, you know, or they don't follow through because I'm like, Slim, you right here at the door. What you doing? Like, you just going to just give up on yourself? But I had to learn how to just accept it and, you know, just keep going. Mhm. I definitely get that. Um, and what's been the best part? What's been the best part of this uh, self-coaching aspect? Mm, the best part has been unexpected blessings. Mm-hmm. Blessings and doors are opening and flying open in areas that I never even thought about traveling. Things are just literally being brought to me. You know how they say the people that you expect to do things are not the ones that do it, but the people that you least expect or don't even know will do so much for right. you. That's the best mm-hmm. part of, of you know, it's like spring cleaning without me doing any work. You know, you you know, you move in, you move out. You know, remove the bad, replace with good, positive. I try to keep positive energy, positive people, focused people, people just trying to change their life. I try to surround myself with people who we're like-minded. Yeah. I definitely understand. And, you know, um, putting yourself among those types of people that generate that positive energy definitely, you know, it adds. Um, to what your deposits are and what you put back out. So um, keep doing that. That's that's good stuff. You definitely have to be careful of, you know, keep your grass cut low. You definitely have to be aware of who you're around, you know, and what type of energy you bring into your space because negative energy is very draining and it can get Mm -hmm. you way off track. I definitely understand that, especially um, having to network with people 
and yes. not necessarily knowing them from yes. years where you can look back and say, oh, you've been like that. But, you know, like you said, meeting them in the industry to do certain tasks and you only know them by what they promoted themselves to be, you know. So they're going right. to do it once again. Um, and, you know, you can meet some people who have great talent, but they're so negative that yes. it's hard to keep them you don't around want to and work, work with, with them. them. Yeah. yeah. You you absolutely are correct. Because you know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if it's ego or what, but some people feel like, you know, hey, I'm the, you know, you should be. It's an honor for you to work with me, and I'm like, but you broke. What you talking about? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't nobody know you. Don't, you know nobody what I'm know doing. you. So, I'm gonna need you to scale the attitude back, and let's go handle the business. You know, don't nobody know you. You know. Right. Right. Uh, so I heard you mention that you had a trailer on your page. You want to tell us a little bit about what's coming up? Oh, Betrayal? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, throughout the series of books, you'll keep hearing about this family called the Benjamins. Okay. And the Benjamins are my version of, for lack of better comparison, the Sopranos. Okay. And that's, that's what the movie Betrayal is about. It's a, you actually meet the Benjamin family, see them in action and all they go through. And um, the lead is Queen, who is the sister, the oldest sister, which the character mm-hmm. is based on me. But, yeah. So that's the, that's the story of Betrayal. I love well, friends, so. So that's going to be, how many books are in series? How many books? Are in that series with the Benjamin family? Oh, every the Benjamins are all throughout every book that I write. Okay. They're all connected. So right now there are seven books. Okay. I have seven books right here on deck ready to go. All right. I'm just literally pushing buttons whenever I feel like it. That's cool. That's the way to go. Okay. So <laughs> in that in that, you know, we're gonna move through some of the series and then we're gonna introduce um the movie betrayal, right? Okay. <laughs> I mean that's what we're gonna do, right? That's how we're gonna do we're it. We're gonna do whatever you wanna do, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um okay, so how have you been received so far? What do you what do you what do you think about the audience um, with your urban? Um, Everything mix? has been extremely, extremely humbling. Um, been very, very well received. All my pages maxing out. People following me on Twitter, and I don't even tweet. <laughs> like <laughs> I think I got like a hundred tweets. I don't even tweet, but I'm a tweet, y'all. I, I ain't figured out this Instagram thing yet. I am so not into social media, but okay. it's a, like a necessary evil mm-hmm. because I'm really a oxymoron. I'm a private public person, so I'm trying to figure out how to balance that first. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But as far as being received, I, I'm very humble just by the love and support, the comments. Um, and like I said, you know, the blessings that are coming, 
um, and the people wanting to work with me and people reaching out to me and people like yourself allowing me to be on your show, you know, just it's just doors opening. So I think I believe that it's being well received. Um, the ratings, the comments. I'm, I'm at five stars on Amazon um, from book from book reviews. So I'm happy. I'm happy. One day at a time, one foot in front of the other. All right. And that's how you get it done. Yeah, and don't go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Never and you sleep. you hear that often. You, I mean, you know, you know you're awake with uh, great company. There are so many writers who don't sleep. Um, yeah, you don't sleep. No, you can't sleep. Because I'd be just as interested as, as the person reading it. I want to know what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, so you're not one of those uh, outline writers. You kind of no, I don't outline. I straight freestyle, but I was a rapper first. So in order to be a true MC, you got to be able to freestyle. So yeah, okay. uh, I I, I you, freestyle. You got you got to tell us a little bit about this rapping career. Oh no, I'm retired. <laughs> you have to go find your mixtape somewhere. No, baby, I had albums, but I'm retired. Oh, I'm retired. No, I'm done battling with that. You know what I'm saying? My time has passed with that. <laughs> so now I'm I let my youngins, AWOL and, you know what I'm saying, Porsche Gunner, Juvioso Cables, you know, they take care of that. I just chill in the background. Okay, so that let me write a note to go find <laughs> your uh, albums. I need I need to know. I need to hear. Yeah, I send it Hello. to you, but you can't tell nobody. Just, I send okay, it to you and Shakira, right. but y'all got to keep it on the low. <laughs> okay, okay. I won't tell nobody. Just send them over and um. Okay. You know, I, I won't I won't share it all out, but I will inbox you and let you know. Okay, cool. That that'll work. Okay. Yeah, All right, I've um, rocked for years. Okay. So that definitely kind of got, they got their feet more than wet. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 I, I I was all the way submerged. <laughs> yeah. I was submerged in the water. Um, this is lightweight for you. Yeah, this is just what I do, words. I've always, just, you know, loved words, so... Um, I'm the honorary queen of word manipulation. That's what they call me. Okay. <laughs> so, All right, we'll that's see a if, right if I can live up to it. Yeah. We'll see if I can live up to it. I think that I got the gift of gab. So, I just that put it in I the book. would believe. I definitely would believe that. <laughs> You've been holding it down tonight, so I would definitely believe that. Well, thank you. Thank you. So this is that time where I need okay. you to go ahead and plug again your uh, where we can find your work. I need you to go ahead and lay out your Facebook, your website, your um, names on Twitter and all that because this is the part where we kind of we move into the part of the show where we kind of have some discussion as a family, and you're okay. welcome to stay. You're welcome to stay on or you can say you can call it a night and say it's been real and you can, you know, hit the highway if you want to, but things are gonna change up a little bit. Okay. Well, you know, life is the only thing consistent in life has changed, so I'm cool with the change. And right. you know, just for the opportunity, there's no way I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna ride it out. If you have me, I'd love to stay on board with you and kick it with you and see what what the discussion gonna turn into. So right. as far as um What's going on with me? My book right now 
utilizes alibis by Silk is on sale everywhere, paperback and ebook. And then you'll catch me at a couple of festivals and a couple of big events that's going on where I'll be doing book signings. And I'm going to hit the road in late July, coming to a city near you, wherever black bookstores still in function. That's my first target to hit the black bookstores first. And then I'll try to, you know, go into the major bookstores. But I want to connect with the people. You can find me on Facebook at Silk Angel McFadden or just Silk McFadden. I have two pages. You can also make sure you like the SJM Publishing page on Facebook. Show me some love. Hit that like button. Only take a few seconds. You know, just push. Like. Okay. Um, <laughs> my kennel with the purest, raw beast of dogs in existence is SJM Imperator Rossi Kennels. So you can find that on Facebook. You'll see a big dog growling. That's how you know you're on the right page, and you'll see me. So, again, that's SJM Imperator Rossi Kennels. And the website for SJM Publishing is www.sjm-publishing.com. Again, that's www.sjm-publishing.com. That's where you can find out about everything, my magazine, Upscale Live, the movies, the books, the records, everything everything Silk is on that website. So make sure you do that. And I am the official SJM Silk on Instagram. Even though I don't know what I'm doing, y'all follow me because I'm going to figure it out, and then I'm going to follow you back. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, Twitter, at SJM Silk, 7,000 strong, so keep them numbers growing. I'm going to start tweeting. I'm going to hook it all up together, and then one thing will cover everything. So y'all just work with the sister, show me some love, and I'll follow you back. Utilize Alibi's soundtrack by William Casanova. It's called A Three-Year Engagement. You can download it for free on Datpiff. And the song by Will, Don't Start Now, is still on sale now on iTunes. Hottest. The joint is rated CB for Club Banger. We produce hits. We got them hot books, hot soundtrack. I'm probably going to get somebody pregnant if y'all read this book. Somebody going to end up oh. pregnant. Yeah. yeah I, I, bring I bring it to your door. We got some uh, some erotic scenes in there? Oh, yeah, most definitely. How can you have love and life without erotic? Without erotic? You can't do that. All right. All yeah, right. yeah, they getting it in. So, you know, I give you all aspects of life. You know what I'm saying? Everything that you go through in a relationship, they go through it. They, yeah, they just turn all the way up with theirs. But, yeah, so mm-hmm. it's rated, I like to say it's rated GS, grown and sexy. So, you know, check me out. Oh, tell right. me. Check me out. Oh, right. I think I gave you all, did I give you all of the, let me see, SJM. Yeah, everything is SJM Silk, just SJM Silk, I'm everywhere. Okay, okay. 
Yeah, I think you gave us everything. We got okay. the books. We got the kennels. Oh, you didn't you didn't plug your son. Ah, my son, Legna Eserb Couture. Young, black, fifteen year old CEO. Support the hustle. He also has a GoFundMe account. Um, a GoFundMe campaign and a job because he's determined to raise the money. He won't let us help him. He he wants to do it on his own. So he's asking for five dollar donations. So if you see his GoFundMe, support the hustle. His name is Saint John, and the name of the clothing line is Legnot Eserb Couture. It's gonna be hot. I'm really, really proud of him. He, I'm a really proud mom. I'm very proud of him. He's a good kid. He should be proud. Yeah, I'm very proud of him. All right. At this point, the rest of our family shows up, and we kind of just do some chatting. So, um, and today we don't have a – we have some – Underline things like things that I've seen on some of their pages that I kind of want to question them about. Okay. So um, that's kind of what we're going to talk about here, um, and we're just going to do the, do what it does. And hey, let so it let, let it roll. Is, if you're so happy, I'd love to be here with you. We unscripted, so brace yourself. And I got jokes. <laughs> I can <should laughs> <ruin you. laughs> I got mad jokes. So here we go. And this ought to be pretty fun, man. So we have our resident um, poet and storyteller um, and just all around good, sunny, classic lady. We got Imaj for you. Hello. (laughs) Hi. Good evening, everybody. And then um, we also have Ron, who is our resident um, community advocate. I'm going to say that. (laughs) And then um, he's he's Ron. I'm going to say that. Okay. How you doing, Ron? What's going on, everybody? What's good, Walk? Yes, sir. How are you doing? Ain't nothing to complain about, man. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. There you go. There you go. There's more books. Imaj, how y'all doing? More books. All right. I see you starting early this evening. And, Ron, I did a pretty decent introduction for you, so you already set the stage for this. Well, I mean, I thank you for that. I thank you for that. I appreciate it. I would like to also say hello to our guest this evening. Hello, how are you? I'm, I'm, Everybody, I'm this just is fine. Silk. Hey, nice Silk. to meet you all. All right, I missed a little and bit. And then we like the also have uh, I have an inbox um, person inboxing me, so there are some some things that might come from you know our virtual world out there that I shall share with you. Um, because I'm sure this opinionated person will have some things that are share worthy. I won't call any names, but you probably figure out who it is by the things that I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't know how she feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, go ahead, Ron. You had something um, to say. Well, I don't know if y'all touched this subject already, but where did the name Silk come from? Because it sounds very pimpish to me. Yeah, I be pimping the game. <laughs> I pimp the game. Actually, it came from um, I used to wear silk clothing all all the time. Mm. So um, silk everything, but mostly um, from the fellas. They said, uh, "Well, my name came from the fellas." They said I was smooth silk, so that's where that came from. But I really just used to wear a lot of silk clothes. That's my story. I'm sticking with that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shoot. The fellas called it silk. Okay. Yeah, I the mean, fellas. The fellas called me silk. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, well uh, and, and the only reason that I pause is because I'm waiting for something special to come out of somebody's mouth. There are three people here that you have to because she, she gets quiet, but when he come with him, he come with him. So be okay. careful. <laughs> I, I ain't never scared. So uh-uh. let's go. Well, okay, she ain't never scared. All right, so um, I was um, perusing today and I saw okay. that um, some of you had some issues today. Like, Iman, you wasn't having a good day today. Honey. I can't even listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, okay. So, you know the business I work in daily. Cause I just feel like people just wake up with lies on their tongue. Hey. And, you know, and um, today, I think I just had, like, a vent moment where I was like, if y'all could really hear the lies that I get to hear daily, you all be like, what What the hell? Excuse me for what I'm about to say. What the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> wow. Like, you know, it's, it's, I even called a lady in a lie. I just say, I'm and I tried to hold it in. I promise to God, I tried. Y'all, I tried to hold it in. <laughs> I tried. Lord, no, I, and I was like, you know, because she, she kept saying, well, y'all said this and y'all said that. No, ma'am, we didn't tell you that. We mm. told you that you needed to call back when you did such and such and such and such. No, y'all didn't, ma'am. It clearly states here in these notes that we told you. I'm sorry. I can't do nothing for you today because guess what? I will not believe the date of that note. Wow. It was uh, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but you do know there's worse things to wake up with on your tongue than a lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like that, what makes you makes you a liar if you wake up with just telling lies? Like it's like you ate it for breakfast. Did you eat it for dinner last night? It didn't digest it well. I'm not sure. With this love yours, and then I had I'm not real. And sometimes I do have to respect some of their honesty because this one lady told me today I'm just not gonna pay it. I don't care about your bill. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
on tomorrow? You didn't have all your shit ready? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's very that. pimpish, too. That's very pimpish. Wow, she went hard. That's what you want to say, but you can't say it. It was like, Oh, but <laughs> and what Miss Silk was talking about how she don't like people who are unprepared and unorganized. Honey, you wouldn't want my manager. You're so <laughs> unorganized. You're so unprepared. That is the worst ever. Like, who's the manager, me or you? I got to train you to, to, to be my boss. Come on now. I never <laughs> have to remind you to do your job. Okay, cut the jokes. But you make everything in me want to churn. Mm. You coming from when you say I can't deal with people who are unorganized, who don't it have no. Very irritating because I'm like you scheduled the meeting and you ain't ready. Hey, who does that? You late. The meeting was at eight o'clock. Right. Why am I waiting for you at eight fifteen? But then you're still not ready when you get there late. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. That's not business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, things come up sometimes. Some people, I mean, listen, there's a whole bunch of black people on this line, and y'all know about color people time. So why y'all acting like you're so new What do color people time got to do with anything? Late is late. We talking money time. Money, money is green. We're not talking black, white, red, yellow, orange, or purple. I'm talking green. So if me and you have a meeting, and the meeting is at 8 o'clock, and you schedule the meeting, not me, how you going to be late? Thank you. Because maybe some bigger money was the meeting before you. Okay, you but you would, do, would, you, would you or would you not do the right thing and send out a text? Or send a call and say, hey, look, you know, I, something's you going on. I'm going to be 15 bill, minutes, 20 minutes, something. You know what I mean? Just I mean, I common courtesy. I can see that. I okay, can see that. But I, that. Also know, I also know that you got to prioritize. And there's no one yeah. uh, A $100,000 meeting is here, and you a $10,000 meeting, then you know your $10,000 ass got to wait. Well, oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. <laughs> but I'm gonna get that ten thousand and that hundred thousand. I'm going to both meetings, and I'm gonna be ready when I get there. Maybe I'm hmm. just late a lot. Maybe that's what it is. I think. My mother was in the military. We are trained to be on time for everything, and so there's no such thing as being late. So, yeah, being whoa, whoa. late. You've been late to the show before. Whoa, whoa. No, oh, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 you must not be trained right then because you've been late before. Wait a minute. Wait, oh, you because I'm signed in at 10.30 every night. And if if I'm not signed in, Shamor knows beforehand that I'm going to So, Mr. Tardy for the party, all the daggum time, you better be quiet. <laughs> now, all oh, the time, just move the time. Sound like somebody about to get their ass whooped. Oh, fight record that I'm watching. Well, all day. Get some if you want it. Uh oh. God damn. I don't know what, what country language you were just speaking, but it was somewhat intimidating. Say, <laughs> did you say world star? <laughs> I said world star, damn it. I'm like, good God. We going viral. Okay. 
And I'm the smallest thing around here. Five foot one. <laughs> Terrible. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> There's a whole lot of pimp shit going on in line tonight. You you don't care, whatever. <laughs> this one over here all silk. This one over here talking about World Star trying to put the camera phone out. I, I'm confused. Man, I'm just saying, though. <laughs> it's a good show when I'm the good one. Right, complaining about the people, though, right? <laughs> We really going to stop that bullshit right there. Right. <laughs> you was an OG in this pimp game, Sally. I don't know why you acting like that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come on, Iman. Now, we girls, you know, you gotta, we got to support each other. Game, recognize game. Oh. <laughs> That's Maybe she, she's a madam. She, she, she ain't on that pimp shit. She on that madam shit. That's what it is. <laughs> Wait, Ryan, you trying to get cut. That's what you want. Wait, but who are you talking about? You talking about me? Because you telling if you talking about me. <laughs> oh. Whoever it applies to, y'all take it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You didn't open up one of them closet doors. Oh, Lord, he let not want some stuff. Uh, somebody got some escorting going on around here, and it ain't me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I ain't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't Ryan, are you are you soliciting the stables to be a part of us? I see the stuff. Fuck all that. <laughs> oh my ah, god! Wait a minute. What? What? <laughs> I mean. Do it come with benefits in the four hundred one k? Oh yeah, most definitely. We, we got you covered. All right, you matching my six percent? Yeah, 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 yeah. Only up, only up to four. Only up to four. I'm only matching the first four percent. Can't worry. I need my. That's better than none. I mean, that's better than none. I'm only getting four percent. Because I recall him doing his thing by himself in the park. And it ended up in handcuffs, so he might want to. Hey, 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 hey. You bring up the past now. There's no need to He won't walk in a park again. <laughs> now we have a field. Scott, long walk in the park. <laughs> yeah, I know y'all making me look away in front of our guests, right? <laughs> the right way. <laughs> The right way. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's wow. Oh. That's a mean demonstration. You went out like that. Mm-hmm. See, see, now you're taking their baton and you're running with it. All right, I'm going to need you to slow down. <laughs> no, I just asked a question. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, I just, you know, I just asked a question. Don't let me get Frankie Beverly and Maze and get Silky Silky Soul Sister on your ass. Come on with it. With the low break. <laughs> jump out there. I'll catch you. Ooh, jump out there. She'll catch you. Mm-mm. I'm going to stay in my place. You going to jump? Yeah. You going to jump? You scared? What I'm talking about, man. My goodness. Oh, it was one of them days. Like, you just have to laugh at this fast today. It's just like <laughs> It was like that yesterday, too. I had a headache like the devil came and sat on my head. It hurt so bad. Oh, so, wow. So, so, yeah. This doesn't make my face hurt from laughing. Y'all gave me life. 
Okay, so. Did you say the devil sat on your head? That's what she said, man. Now, normally, I'm up, you know, I don't sleep all the time. I'm usually up till about midnight, 1 a.m. I logged out at my computer because I work from home, you know. I logged out from my computer at 9.15. I was in the bed at 9.30, sleep. Mm. My head was hurting me that bad because yesterday was just a bad day. Like, it was a no good, very bad day. I was told, go to bed. That's what, that's how he feels sometimes when he won't tell me what to do. Just go to bed. Okay. Oh, oh that's, from the, that's from the all change guy. Mm. Oh. Now, we know you didn't wake up with a lie on your tongue. Did you wake up with something else? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm endless. I slept. For me to sleep all night is an amazing thing. I slept all night. Like, I did not wake up. I didn't move. I didn't get up to go pee pee. I didn't do nothing. He, was I, out he, didn't like off, he didn't pass you off no quaaludes, did he? Okay. <laughs> he got, he, he I know quaaludes love me in the morning. So, Wait, did he do a pill cosby on you? No, he don't live. He, he went. I talked to him on the phone for five minutes, and he could tell I didn't feel good. He was like, please go to bed. I talked to him on the phone. Ain't no way he could give me no pill to go sleep. Did you say Bill Cosby? You I said Bill Cosby. <laughs> what the hell? How do y'all feel? Like, like, seriously, this situation has gone on for a long time. How y'all feeling about that? And then how y'all feeling about Jerry? Because I need to understand what the hell's going on with Jerry. Thank you, Jared. I'm leaving Jared. Jared. I'm leaving Jared alone because until they can really kind of prove a link, it really don't make no sense. All they're saying is, well, you know, sometimes them, when you get your stuff from Subway, the buns ain't fresh enough. So, uh-uh. <laughs> maybe. maybe I mean, I gotta I'm say, normal saying, people though. don't get accused of child pornography. <laughs> normal people don't get accused of that shit. You gotta be doing you know, something. They just don't, like, they're saying right now he's not charged with anything, but they confiscated your computers and stuff like that. When the feds come and they take your computer, they're not playing with you. Okay, but you what, like, what, what is it? How did this whole thing unravel? Like, was it one of his employees who got busted it was first? How did director. it get to him? Yeah, it yeah. was a director, former director that was uh, that was a part of his foundation. They found oh. they caught his they caught him with stuff rare handy. So I don't know if he turned I don't know if he turned and flipped on Jared or what. But, wow. yeah. mm. That's the one with the guy scary from eating Subway, right? Yeah, that's the one. Oh wow. He about to go out. He don't answer you're not supposed to give the kids the Jesus juice. You can't have sleepovers and they can't sleep in your bed. All that stuff has already been proven. Wow. They just nasty. Oh, that's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. I feel sorry for that person. I feel sorry for the kids. I don't know whether he did or didn't do or what's going on with Slim. I don't really, I'm, I'm busy. I don't really be knowing, but you know, kids nowadays, man, they going through so much. They growing up in a rough time. They mm-hmm. see a lot. It's a lot going on. 
Listen, but, well, you know, if we look at Ron, we know the kids have hope because he had, you know, he had some hardships. You said Ron kids ain't going through nothing. What you say? Children ain't going through no tough times. Tough times, I mean, they going through different times, but it ain't tough. Tough working in a sweatshop, you know what I'm saying, in reconstruction. Tough and, you know, having to walk, you know what I'm saying, getting bust to school. Tough, you know what I'm saying, is, is, is working in the field. These children got, you know what I'm saying, iPads and cell phones and, and all that. And they put in microwaves and cooked by their mother and right. all, all this other crazy stuff that's going on. No, yeah, it's, but it's, it's, I guess it's all in how you look at the word tough. I've been just going saying, on for a long yeah. time. I know when I was a child, they had the Atlanta child murder. You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. and that's when I was younger. So, I mean, this ain't nothing new of people abusing children. I mean, even if you look at history of Zeus and Ganymede, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's not history. That's fable. But, I mean, it's it's, it's based on what them Greeks did. So, I mean, for years they've been bending little boys and girls over. And if you look in the Talmud, what the Talmud say? That you can have sex with a child who's three years old is not a sin. But just like a poke in the eye, your vision will return, their virginity will return. This is a time so, I mean, it's it, it always been around. Not always, well, but... You know I, I, I mean. say it like this. I agree with everything that you're saying. But with the Internet, you're able to see what's going on a lot more frequently. Yes. In a lot of other yes. places that when I was growing up, we didn't have access to that. We had four, five, seven, and nine. So if it didn't happen in the DMV, you know what I'm saying, or it wasn't a major case, we didn't really hear of those type of things and know nothing about that in the hood. You know, we was just out, you know, doing what we did. But with the Internet, it's like every other post is something that happened to a child, a missing child, or this child, or that child. So that's really what I meant by what I said. I totally agree with what you're saying. But that's what I meant. One could say that, you know, it always been happening, just that we wasn't alerted. Now you got 500 news channels and, you know what I mean, everybody want to be a, a, a entertainment writer and all that, so they want to world star to death. But, I mean, listen, it is what it is, I guess. It's the microwave Thank age. Everybody want everything fast. Thank you, um, Professor. Ron. Don't do that. Don't do that. And I need for you guys to thank Ron for what he just shared with us because sometimes people feel underappreciated and they need to be appreciated with their All right, reason. All right, stop it. Stop it. See, what she's trying to do is she's trying to make jokes that y'all may not be up on. That's not funny. That's not funny. What did you do, Ron? What did you do? What have you done? <laughs> Go ahead. Express yourself. No, what, I, what I don't have nothing to say. I, I'm done. I'm done. Matter of fact, I'm oh, even watching you know this. I, I don't think I can do this for the rest of Oh, no. We appreciate you, Ron. Just know that. You see, she got jokes. No doubt. If you appreciate me, you give me a goddamn check. Do you recall all the times that he didn't show up to work, but he wanted to get paid? Yes. 
Well, Iman, don't do that. Don't do that. What about the time when you've been <laughs> sipping <laughs> salad? Human right resources. Sure did. What about the time when you in the club? You in the club online. You know what I'm saying? About to eat you some pizza and, and, and a margarita, and you was getting paid. <laughs> but I was at work. I was tell, at work him, tell him you were in the field. That was where I'm, you were working. I was amongst people, and the conversation that we were having, we had at the table with the conversation with the people. Yes. She was working in the field that evening. Yes. That particular evening, she was. I'm bogged down with y'all. No, you can't quit us. Do you understand that? You can't put it. Obviously, I don't understand it. Obviously, I'm I'm at a loss for understanding the dynamics of who gets paid and what they get paid for. I'm obviously at a loss. You don't get paid for shit. How about that? Clear? (laughs) (laughs) No, Vaughn, I tried to get you a paycheck and pay But you're not going to pay me. No doubt. So Ron has been more active on his actual Facebook page than he has been in a long time. Like I actually see some Ron posts sometimes when I check my timeline, and I was really surprised. And then I got over there, and I see that he gets a lot of um, tags. You know, I tag him in some things. Some other people tag him in some things. Don't Don't do that. Can we talk about somebody else? Uh, you don't I don't even know what I was going to say. I'm going to peruse. I'm, I'm getting ready to go do some research. You don't even know what yeah. I was going to say. It was nice. So, as Keep I was doing saying. doing our correspondence thing again, right? Yeah, there you go. As I was saying, I noticed that one of his posts was from um, emails. And definitely concerning the African-American journey. And you want to expound a little bit on Jackie Ollis? Well, you know, I ran into this young lady, um, when was it? It was last Friday. She was doing a, a, a show with the gentleman who called in Professor Carl. And she has a documentary out about um, the history of women being hung in America. Normally when we think of, you know, lynchings and hangings, we think of men and boys getting hung. But there's a long history of women getting hung also. So um, she's done this documentary, and it's very informative. It's educational, and it'll open some eyes to how women who... You got women who go in and get their children's body and their husband's body. They're like, you know what? You could get it too. String ass up. And it's like, whoa. You got pregnant women and they hanging them and they slicing their babies out and, 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 and all kind of fuckery that was going on. Going down um, on the train tracks. <clears throat> oh. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a cause. But um, she, she definitely went deep with this documentary, and um, there's going to be an interview of her um, Friday at noon. So, so so, I definitely, you know, suggest everybody tune in and listen to that interview. It's a 
she'll be able to expound on it way better than I have. Thank you so much, Professor Ron. And and, and I'll be, I absolutely go to my page, you know, and check it out. If you're not my friend, send me a friend request, and I'll reply back with the link. We ain't got to be friends. Okay. To request you, but you're not gonna be their friend. Okay, said, I don't know some of these people. If we, we, we got some crazy people. I will send you the, the link, show. but we ain't gotta be friends. <laughs> That's people trying okay. to be. I don't know you. Why are people trying to be friends with me? <laughs> wow. And she mm-hmm. also has an Indiegogo um, account um, to raise funds. So. That link is on my page as well. So, and I've had a few people to share it out. So, if you go to my page and you see that uh, link, please go ahead and donate. Share the link so that some of your friends will donate. And uh, let's see if we can help some of the funding um, through Indiegogo because it's a part of our history and, that needs to be. And so, if you have any, you know, loose holes on the stroll that you know. I, I don't have donate. any holes. I'm only holes I got is these books. <laughs> oh, okay. They're on the stroll. They wear red no, bottles Make sure y'all purchase them. Purchase a copy of these books. These dogs. <laughs> Something is wrong with him. I never know what's going to be said <laughs> out of his face. I He comes with no disclaimer. Okay, let's let's move on to um, the elephant in my room, which would oh. be Bill Cosby. Because I have stayed completely away from it, um, and it keeps being thrown in my face. And so I have to be here in the moment. Any any ideas? Any comments? Any? I mean, at this point in the game, does does Doctor Pill Cosby have a career anymore? He had speaking engagements that they took away from him. That's how down he had at this point. He had no, a legacy no, that they're trying to erase by removing his statues and his uh, positions <clears throat> and not accepting his funds. I mean, I hear what people say that, you know, once history is in, 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 in the books, it's in the books. But I would then suggest people, um, have you seen the Tasmanian any time recently? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. History can be erased. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. They're trying to remove it. They're trying to remove his mm-hmm. whole... And don't get me wrong, you know... Sexual conduct, I believe one called it, and um, rape, and those things are serious. You know, that is. You said foreplay? I'm just saying, tomato, tomato. Really, Ron? Wow. Really? <laughs> you drunk? My bad. I was, 
That was inappropriate. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 What when I thought there was something in there that said Ron's got sense. I mean, I could have said 12 play, but then it would have been R. Kelly and he'd have pissed on us. My bad. Did I say that out loud? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, My bad. Hey, that didn't need to be in jail. You should have been in jail a long time ago, R. Kelly. I was when I walked in that park. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, uh, You're not R. Kelly. You are not R. Kelly. Or as my mother said, R. Kelly. Wow, that's a mean demonstration. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so Ron. Yes, ma'am. One of the ladies didn't come forward, but her friend did. And she didn't come forward because she said she was in a relationship with him and she felt like she didn't have the right to because they were in a relationship where they were, in fact, sexual. And it was a consensual relationship. Was this before or after? Is that the one that said she didn't want to do it because she didn't want to? Because she she put her people first? Is that 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 one? I don't know if it's the same one. But her friend came forward for her because her friend who talked to the attorney said, the attorney and the friend said that, if she didn't consent to the um, um, drug, then it wasn't consensual. With friends like that, kind of being friends. So, that's so as a guy. So as a guy, I want to hear your perspective on if you're in a relationship with someone, and it's not their particular thing, but you've done it before. I mean, because this is a relationship, consensual relationship. They've had sex before. It wasn't the first time that he drugged her. So you know he does this. I mean, one, unless you practice polygamy, can a married man be in a relationship? Hmm. That's called your jump Well, she called it a consensual Meaning she understood her place and he knew, and so <laughs> her place. Wow. Well, personally, I mean, she seems like she may be a little touched to consider that a relationship. <laughs> but um, I mean, I guess me and my cat got a relationship too. I mean, we just haven't. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I told you about using that cat as an example. <laughs> we lose it every time. Well, I don't know. I can't call that one. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I kind of think that the whole thing just left me feeling some type of way. Like, I wasn't there. I don't know. I don't know who lying. I don't know who telling the truth. But at the end of the day, you got this body of work and these things that this man did to help move us forward. Then you got some things that he said that people wasn't feeling. So... Like at the end oh, of the day, somebody felt it. Somebody felt it. I was gonna say the people that felt it, the people that hated it, in the court of public opinion, it don't matter whether you did it or you didn't do it. People gonna believe what they want to believe, so you stuck after that. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. I mean, I that's just my my, my know, feeling. I guy. feel like once you get judged in the court, you know, court of public opinion, you did it or you didn't do it. 
whichever one they pick. That's it. Because, you know, and I wanted to see, you know, what Ron would say if that's something that they, you know, like, okay, here's a, here's a different scenario, Ron. You and your girl, um, let's say she likes you to choke her, you know, while you're, you know, having sex or whatever. She likes to be choked. And, you know, so that's what y'all do. You choke her. She likes it. Y'all done. It's over. Next time you go in, you choke her again. She loves it. You know, you guys enjoy that thing. That's her thing. But one time, let's say, you know, it gets to be too much and she kind of dies. Is that your fault? Did you kill her? Or was it an accident? See, now what you're doing, being from New York, Y'all yeah, may not know this, but there was a Central Park rapist. Uh, excuse me, the, 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 the preppy killer, pardon me, Robert Chambers. And he choked and killed a young lady named Jennifer Levin, and and, and it was asphyxiation. And, you know, this dude did some time. But the point being is that he, he was like, nah, we were just having sex. We were just doing what we was doing. It wasn't, you know, nothing that was bad. What are you talking about? No, homie, you got to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? She ain't living no more. So, yeah, you got damn right. It's a case. Okay, so you can't blame her for just not saying the safe she word. She did. How the hell you blame a dead person? <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't in fact, isn't that with self defense? Blaming the dead person. I'm just curious. If you could, you know what I'm saying, say it's your fault, and they'd be like, no, it's not from the dead, then you know what? Then it ain't their fault. <laughs> Case okay. dismissed. I'm just curious as to what a guy would think, you know, in that situation where it's something y'all do. Y'all, see, you going to stop putting me in the fucking same category of these pedophiles <laughs> and crazy-ass <laughs> sexual perverts, okay? That's what you're going to That's what you're gonna do, all right? Actually, meet all Kelly Pill Cosby questions. Don't do that to me. <laughs> you got Imaj. Why you don't ask her about what her pastor would have did? Oh, oh look. Look. Oh, Silk, you have no idea about the, you know, the congregation over there at <laughs> First Baptist Church in the Booty Pole. Oh my goodness! Wow! Incident at the church. I'm just saying. I'm gonna tell my pastor who's my grandfather. See how you feel about that. Well, maybe it's the other pastor. Maybe it ain't Pastor Granddaddy. It's Pastor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> video you sent us in the office um space. That's your church. Who got beat up by the sisters and the lesbians? So don't say Yo, that. Yo, wasn't that funny? That what that happened for real? In video. He I think that he got jumped and now he made No, somebody send me that link. <laughs> Cut it out, y'all. That's for real. Ron, you're going to have to send oh that to Mr. I mean, I don't know if it's, I, I can't even confirm nor deny whether he is really a man of the cloth, but that shit was funny as all I, I, I can say. I don't think he said he was a man of the cloth. 
I think he said that he was doing an interview and did some kind of media coverage of the church and the people in the church, and I think that's where it came from. I don't think he said he was a man of the cloth. He couldn't have been. No, he wasn't because he was, he was saying this is such and such from such a certain TV station. Right. That's what he was saying. So he, yeah. he, he had just covered a story about them earlier or something. See, I didn't take yeah. that from what I watched. I took that he was a pastor and it was rival churches. Wow. It must have been that suit that you made you think he was from a rival church. And <laughs> also the man that was behind him saying pastor, pastor damn dollar or whatever it said. I did not hear that part. Oh, my God. It's the first tabernacle that. church of the titties. It did not say that. <laughs> it did not say that. You shut your mouth. It didn't say that? I mean, I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't really see what it said. I just it did it not say that. that. You know, it did not say that. That oh, was his bad. media van with all of his equipment in it. Hmm. I bet. Equipment. That's what y'all call it now, equipment. <laughs> wow! I can't stand to talking to him. It's it's not fun talking to him. Um, I can't. Okay, then let's talk about something else that that um. Okay, this has been been um in the news, and as I try to find a stupid video, I don't know why I'm looking for this stupid video. Let's, let's talk about um, Let's talk about Donald Trump. Mm-mm. Let's not talk about him. <laughs> no, I vote no. He gets on my nerves. He's been an asshole for a long time. Can we say, but what about all of the things that he's lost over his last phrases? Because somebody point, made a point that look at how that culture sticks together and he lost all of these things because of that, would we have done the same thing and we and gotten the same, um, we being the African-American um, culture, would we have gotten the same, stick together and got the same thing out of it? I mean, I don't think we do have a black person, and I could be wrong, I'm sure, you know what I'm saying, there's some flavor slave or somebody, but Ain't nobody going to say nothing stupid like he said. You know what I mean? No, I mean, no, I don't no, 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 no. They're saying that the Latino community came together, and that's why he lost all of these different, you know, business deals. So they're saying that if it was an African-American group and he said something crazy, we wouldn't come together and get the same results of him losing all of his um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know because look, look at what happened with Imus. I mean, really, you can't tell mm-hmm. if he gets this stuff back, then it'll be like Imus because Imus got back even though he, he was nowhere near after the fact what he was before the fact. I mean, you look at Paula Dean. So, I mean, we Not can sure. mobilize and get shit done, but when we start looking at the paradigm that people are saying, oh, we don't, we don't, we don't. But I, we got history where we do. And nobody want to acknowledge that because they want to keep us thinking that we unorganized. They want to keep us thinking that we don't never unite for nothing. So they're going to keep saying, mm-hmm. y'all don't never. See, look at them, 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 them Ricans. They did it. Look at them Dominicans. They did it. They don't even like each other. And they got together. You know what I mean? So 
they, they want to push that that we ain't shit. So yeah, they gonna say that. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you. Well, maybe I'm wrong. What the fuck do I know? You always know. We just let you talk so that we don't have to get it later in a message. Um, But I did have an experience uh, the other day, yesterday, where um, it just kept kept popping up. I kept seeing um, posts that were so freaking just the negative energy that came from one post said, I hate black people, and it was a black person. That black people get on my nerves and then listed a couple of things that they say we do. Um, one lady said that she was embarrassed to be a black woman because of and a tirade of things that she's embarrassed of. Mind you, these are small pockets within our culture where things aren't perfect. And I just kept reading that, and I was like, "What? You know, why are we? Why do we do this publicly to to ourselves?" And then I got to a post. I was watching a tutorial about hair. It was a really cute um, hairdo. So I was watching this. And I knew not to do it because I knew wherever all of us gather, somebody is going to be the negative energy. But I read the comments, and underneath the post, you know, people were saying, oh, I love what she's doing. I like her hair, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I can do that even with my natural hair, blah, blah, blah. And then this one person starts to go off about how um, it's unfair that they made this way to do these um, locks because it was about pro-locks. And um, they hated the fact that they've come up with this and that's the problem. Nobody wants to work for anything. Just on and on and on about people cheating and being lazy. And, you know, and I was like, wow, you know. You know, I have had this conversation with people about hair because, um, it represents a lot, not necessarily to to the individual, but it it sends its own message to people uh, when they see they can deem some things about you. And I was like, you know, here you have people that are actually embracing what the hair looks like because that was a problem when we were permanent. It was a problem that we didn't like the natural texture and how it looked. So now you have people embracing that, you know, it's okay for it to look the way it looks, and I can dress it up, and I can like it, and I can participate. For whatever reason, they want it. I mean, you got to look at the society we live in. We live in the microwave society. We, we live in the society that wants it all right now. So what's going to happen? People are going to be innovative in how to do that, how to make something happen right now. Be, that's where we get to the, the types of technology that we have. Because everyone's looking to make something happen a little bit faster, a little bit more conveniently, and that keeps us on the cusp of innovation, so we don't get left behind. And at least we're being um, innovative when it comes to embracing ourselves. And this is not, this is how I see it, you know. But I mean, it was just it was like everything that I kept seeing yesterday was like how much we don't like us. Instead of saying, I don't like something, let me see how I can fix it or make people understand it or, or make people understand where I'm coming from and why I don't support it or finding that group within the community that understands how I feel about it and 
been trying to teach them the lesson in it, but that wasn't happening. Well, I'm a female that I wear everything, but I'm constant. To me, my hair is just a fashion accessory. I was born black. I'm going to die black. I'm black to the core. You can't get no blacker than me. I am who I am. But it's just a fashion accessory to me. I wear my hair natural. Whatever I'm wearing, whatever hairstyles won't fit that, that's what I do. I don't use anybody's products or get implants or do anything to alter myself. I'm okay with me the way that I am. So a lot of people, you know, they enhancing this and enhancing that and doing these things to just those are people that have a problem with, to me, in my opinion, I think those are the people that have a problem or trying to mask something or trying to evolve through makeup and sorcery into something else. It's a difference in that person and then a person like me. To me, I just go get my head done however I want to get it done. So that's my feeling on the you know, the situation. I wear my hair natural. I wear my hair however I need to wear it for whatever I'm doing. So I think it's just like different strokes with different folks. But I don't think that you should use anything to try to undermine the beauty of us being who we are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense to you, I don't know. It makes sense to me, though. <laughs> and we're not recording time, so. Please understand that everybody won't hear what you're about to say, Ron. Go ahead. I want to take a step back because we have to give black people the ability to be like everybody goddamn else. There's nothing. Hold on. Let me not say nothing. It is within your rights to criticize black people as a black person I just finished reading a book called The Iceman's Inheritance by a white dude about white people. And this dude goes and tells you how these Neanderthals live, how that if you don't do something, his his words were if you don't do something about the white race, they go blow this damn world up. I'm paraphrasing. You know what I'm saying? Because they <laughs> they, they they have destruction in their culture. This is a white man who says this about white men and white women. Michael Bradley is his name. So that being said, so that if this dude could do it, why can't a black person say, yo, y'all black people are stupid, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We have the right to be just as stupid as everybody else. You know what I mean? So when they start saying, well, why are you doing that? You can't. Listen, yes, we should be more unified. Yes, we need to understand who we are. But, yes, we also can be stupid. We have the ability to do that just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Now, to your point on the hair, I'm clear that in the walls of Kemet, they have hot cones. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when you see somebody with straight hair, the question is why did you straighten your hair, not the fact that it is straight. They have all kinds of berries that dyed people's hairs five, ten thousand years ago. So when you see a black woman with green hair, it's not that she wants no. Why is your hair green? Is it because 
you want to accessorize? Or is it because you want to not look like a, 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 a typical black person? Now, that's not a good thing to run away from your heritage. But if you're doing it, as you were saying, Silk, as an adornment, as an add-on, you know what I'm saying, then okay. So it's not what you do, it's the reason you do it. So, and, 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 and I do pass judgment because I have been one to say and I continue to say what's on your head is a good indication of what's in your head, okay? That's just a good indication. It's not a broad, it, it's not a, a definite, you know what I'm saying? It's a yeah, good indication. My bumping, so I hope it don't have nothing to do with my hair. <laughs> like our oh. hands is a fashion this is a fashion accessory for me. I'm a well, beautiful, proud hair is black not woman. Just that. Yeah, I hear I'm you. Be- I'm, but here is more than that. Proud to be black. I'm I'm a queen. I love being black. So I mean, I understand where people are coming from because there are a lot of people who try to downplay their heritage or try to transform, you know, into something else. I'm just trying to be me. Just me, but you know, I'm I not going to say this and then you go to my page and you see me and I got a hundred different hairstyles. Yeah, I change my hair like every three days. This is something to do. I would suggest that most of us don't know who we are. So when the average person, I'm not saying you in particular, but when I hear people say something like I'm just trying to be me, we haven't been given the tools to be ourselves in this culture. So I hear what you're saying, but mm. I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? Well, you <laughs> so, would really have to talk to me again into my mindset to really understand what I know. I, I, I know some things about what we've been through, and I'm just not a person that, you know what I'm saying, goes into details on my personal feelings about personal situations, you know, as to our race, Christianity, into religion. I, I really just don't try to get in too far in depth with the situation, but the sisters, they were talking about hair, and as a sister, you know what I'm saying, I can't speak for anybody but myself, but I wear all kinds of hair. You know, whatever I feel like, well, I ain't never had no purple or green hair because I'm too old for that, but, you know, <laughs> whatever I feel like I want to do, that's just what I do because I'm only going to be here one time that I know about, so I'm going to do it how I want to do it. And it's no disrespect to anyone who wears their hair natural, no disrespect to anyone who wears whatever they wear. But that's not all that I am. I'm not my hair. You know what I'm saying? Understood. Like, but understand at the same time, your hair is not just your hair. Your hair really is antennas. You know what I'm saying? You see how animals have, 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 have sense, and they can sense things with their whiskers and with their hairs? You, too, have that ability. But... We are so far from our natural selves that we're not in tune to that ability. So is your hair here? Yes, it is here. But it's more than just here. It depends on the person because to me, my hair is my crown, and that's only for my king. I think different than most people. I'm I'm just a different type of person. Everything is not not for everybody. (laughs) But you're not. And and people think different ways about why they do what they do. So... I'm just different, you know. I, I I think different than most, you know what I mean. I respect the sisters. I respect everybody rocking the naturals. I respect the chicks doing what they need to do. Me myself personally, I'm just I guess in the middle. I do what I want to do according to whatever going on, and it's expression. It's like art to me. Fashion, writing books, any kind of art, music, 
It's all a form of expression. It's just how you feel like expressing yourself, if you ask Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And you are right. But don't discount the fact that there is another side to your hair. I'm not disagreeing with nothing you're saying. All I'm saying is it's not just that. You know what I'm saying? And and so that's what, that's my point. Yes, you're right. Yes, it is a way to express yourself. Yes, it is, you know what I'm saying, a way to match your socks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but it is not just that. And when and no. when we think that it is just that, then we lose touch with that spiritual part of ourselves that we have, if, that if we had more contact with, we would be better as a people. What, so, yeah, what you're saying is right, exactly. more, But what I'm saying is not just that. More what you call them, uh, beauty supply stores, and we need to start making our own brands ahead. You know what I mean? If the well, money gonna I mean, be out here, people gonna be, and, and you know, come on now, a lot of these chicks need them. Y'all cut it out. Y'all playing. They look rough. But <laughs> the point I'm making is, if we start getting our own businesses, getting our own brands ahead, you know what I'm saying, and and get more into the business, then maybe people won't feel like it's just a cornerstone. And people come over here, and they they took over, and they taking all our money. Recycle black dollars. It's some black people involved in it. It's some, some sisters that wrote a book, um, and they the queens of the natural hair care product line. They black. I can't remember their names right off the back, but it's two sisters that created a whole um, product line for natural hair. And, and, and that's what's up. At the same time, yeah, though, they do have it. you ever they, seen they an autopsy? And they, they got a book out. Everything. I just can't remember the sister's name, but I call you. I mean, you know, I send it to you. The sisters is doing it. Right. I might even accept your friend request. I don't know. Well, um, I ain't sending but... you no friend request because you said you're just going to send me a link. I ain't even going to try my luck with you. I'm not trying he my luck go with ahead you. And he my friend, you, honey. He likes you. <laughs> I just sat in on a date that we didn't even know nothing about. Like, you know I mean, I really think more women should look at the heads that medical examiners go into. So when they do autopsies, women who have been getting perms for years and years and who have been dying their hair for years and years, they they cut their scalp open. And inside your scalp is a layer of all kind of bullshit that is, that is helping kill you. Now, does that mean that you can't do this stuff naturally? Yes, you can do that stuff. Anything you can do unnaturally, you can do naturally. So, yes, we, we, we should pool our dollars and find natural ways to do it. But if a black person is going to do something that's still killing you, that's still wrong. I don't want you to, us to get rich and kill our sister scouts. I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? I want us to do things the right way and not kill each other. But the things that we, because men do it too, I'm sure I'll suck off Al Sharpton, his head will be, oh, low. But, <laughs> but men do it too. But we need to, you know what I'm saying, realize that we are killing ourselves. And your head is a very sensitive place. And if you're putting all these chemicals in your head, you wonder why we ain't thinking straight. Mm. But that's just me and science. Wow. Thank you. Shut up. Um that's your hair care. I'm going to get this. I'm Googling it while I'm talking to y'all. I'm going to get this. Because they doing it. 
I seen a post the um, other day, and it, and, and it was like, black women need Korean women for their hair. What do Korean women need black women for? I was like, wow. That shit was very interesting. Wow. I need Korean friends, and they need me. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> yeah, they need the money. Man, we sit and we talk to each other about so much stuff, and y'all know I speak that stuff too, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What is your name? Oh, with the whole comments that you were talking about, um, Miss Morbus. Um, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Morbus, you in on it too? Okay. Listen, so with those comments, you ever wonder, like, how you're, you see those comments and you have all the people being positive and everything, and there's always that one person. I wish that other person would come up and say, why are you just taking the opportunity to just fuck up at this point? Because I have those moments, like, if I post something on my page and I'm like, oh, okay, this is something that I like and I post, and there's always that one negative comment, and you want to, you literally want to say, like, why didn't you just take this one moment to just shut the fuck up? <laughs> now, you do know that you can delete those, right? I just leave them up there because I, I see them and then I ignore them because my friend is teaching me how to ignore stuff. But, <laughs> but it's like it's just at one moment, like you just wish, like you just take a second. Well, and you know what? My thing is, it's kind of what Ron said. I do believe that people are entitled to their opinions. How dare you tell somebody they can't have their own opinion? I, that's how I feel. So when I post stuff, I know that everybody's not going to believe it the way I do. They're not going to see it the way I see it. I already know that. However, I feel like when you get on a post and you read in the comments, and this this post has been up for hours, and people are just kind of just being positive, I feel like why post something negative? Right. That's that opportunity that you take. You, you can still, you're still entitled to think all kind of bullshit about it and, oh, I hate, ooh, she always. You can think whatever you think, but don't mess up seven other people thinking about something. Yeah. Just take a chance. Just, just take that one moment. Because there have been there have been plenty of times where I started to write something and I'm like, you know what? I'm not even gonna say what I wanna say because it's not gonna come out right. And so therefore I'm not gonna say it. I took I, I do I'll read a post and I'll think the same thing you're thinking. I wanna say that's some bullshit. But everybody's going oh, yeah, <laughs> So I'll just go away from it. I might write my own post about it. I just read something that was some bullshit. <laughs> but um, I won't post on that because what am I proving? What am I gaining? Because I'm saying, all of the people, I mean, it's like going into, you know, just a group of people and you're the only one that you don't even want to be there. Then why did you come over here? Yes, why yes, you see. anywhere else? No, nobody's going to talk to you at. Me, the, I, the name of the hair care line is Miss Jessie. Oh, yeah. I, I oh, yeah. That. Yeah, I know about Miss Jessie. Miss Jessie. Yeah. TT and uh, Miko. Yeah. Positive. Yeah. I, I used the um, curly meringue. Yeah, positive. Team natural hair. Yeah. Awesome. Big hair, don't care. 
Maria is always that one. Always. Right. Now, we know that. You got quiet over there. Do, do you... um? Do you feel a certain way about... Um... I face it. Huh? I face it. I mean, I hear you. Maybe I'm just a little more of an asshole than y'all are. So if I see <laughs> something and I feel a different way, I mean, I try to throw a caveat saying, in my humble opinion, you know what I'm saying, after I then, you know what I'm saying, shit it on the post. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> in my humble but, opinion. I'm just saying, though, in my humble opinion, right. I'm right. just saying though. Yeah. You know yeah, he's I'm a just well, saying though. That was his more times than not. More times than not, what I find out is other people feel that same way too. Yeah, once you and think people be like, like, one. like but right. do people really even read the post or do they just look at the pretty pictures? Yeah. I wonder that same thing sometimes. You know what made me wonder that one day? Because, like, has every, have you ever posted something and somebody responds something totally different than what you say in the post? Absolutely. And you be like, did you even read this thing? Or you just like, what are you talking about? Or how about the one when you put something up, so the other day, Mm-mm. matter of fact, I'm not even going to get specific. Fuck it, why not? So the other day, <laughs> <laughs> I have put something up. And, and, and it said, if you have any love for me or any love for your children, watch this. Yes, it's 15 minutes long, but if you could watch Love and Hip Hop, you could watch this in 15 minutes, right? Wow. I didn't get a scene. I didn't get a like. I didn't get a, 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 a sniff. <laughs> it wasn't not, not, not none of that shit. And I'm saying to myself, well, I guess ain't nobody got no fucking love for me. And then I put some some dumb shit up about I don't even remember what it was. I think it might have been like Raven Simone's pussy hair. I don't know. And oh, Lord. oh comments, 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 oh likes, you know what I'm saying? And and I'm saying to myself, I'm like, yo, you have the audacity to like I wanted to unfriend everybody who liked that shit or comment. <laughs> now right. maybe I I I understand that everybody's not on social media the same time I'm on social media. And I understand that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, timelines fluctuate. I'm 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 clear on all that, but yeah, because I don't nothing. get to see all your stuff. I have to go find it. Yeah, like we don't. You know. and, and and what it was 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 a dude and it's one of the groups I'm in. This dude put a a, a um a, a video about generate about about Frank's red hot sauce, and I don't what? even I don't even use hot sauce, but these Negroes do. And basically, it was talking about how, you know what I'm saying, about stock markets, about, you know what I'm saying, how you could build generational wealth and how we could use the shit that we use on a regular basis to invest in that. And, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 no, yeah, nobody don't give a fuck about that. Nobody don't care yeah. about that. Nah. We don't want to make no generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to learn about nothing about no What's stock that? market. We don't care about nothing. Wealth. What is that? Thank you. Exactly. We just trying to pay our bills this month. I got some money right now. Like then they gonna get a job and get some money right there. So everybody. A job. Gets. Exactly. Yeah. And it's crazy because I mean, like, all right, you couldn't even watch the first two minutes of it and say I ain't fucking with this. No, none of right. that. I'm like, all right. 
No doubt. Yeah. But the you, know what? All y'all. Uh, you know, and you're right, Ron. People really should get on your page and read things because you are a wealth of information. You also have some really interesting Spread love things. Love you kind of go, go backwards <laughs> and kind of go down your timeline and, and look at things that are a couple years old. You have some really interesting thoughts there, too. And I don't know how that Obama shit got on my page. I swear for God, I don't. I really don't. And I don't need you to be liking shit from 2012 and having been. Not, not every fucking body want to like that. You know, I got 30 extra likes in the last 15 minutes just because you and your ass. <laughs> he must. You know how he's always talking about my president? I found it. You saw it. It was so positive and uplifting. I was so excited. I could not. I, I don't know just how that got it. on my page. I had to write on no it because idea. I wanted it to become part of somebody else's timeline. I was like, I have to write on it so that it will become new again. And it did. And it did exactly what I wanted it to do. I wanted people to see in his own title. Because, like, number 12 on that list is him, Austin, Gaddafi. Obama. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't, I, don't, I don't got nothing to do with that man. I don't got nothing to do with that man. Well, so at this point, it is well after. We weren't supposed to keep you this long, Silk. I apologize. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And we we definitely will, will uh, need you to come back and set the trail up <laughs> for us. <laughs> It'd be an honor to come back and kick and see what Ron gonna do next. <laughs> Girl, we don't ever know what Ron gonna do. We have no idea. Yeah, we never base anything on Ron. It was that a pleasure me and you talking to you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having so much to share. And Ron, good conversation. And Ryan yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's always time for us to say goodnight. Oh, but I start talking about I don't give a goddamn about your president. You be like, oh, we're over time, gotta go. No doubt. I hear yep, that hot shit. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. You start well, talking about, about my president. Tune in Friday, noon Eastern. Listen to Miss Jackie Oliver. Jackie Olive, excuse me. Okay, send me a reminder because you know that's my nap time. And we have to check him out. Well, I have to anyway, but you have to too because, Imaj, we have to see when he act right. We always see when he act wrong. So. Yeah, I, I'm going to just send me a reminder. I told you all that's my nap time. I get off at 12 o'clock complete by 12 15. I mean, that's my nap time. You okay, are terrible. So it's I, only a half hour, it's 30 I'll minutes. Be, I'll okay. be giving you a call. And that's Eastern. It's noon Eastern because it's 11 o'clock in the morning Central Time. But I'm going to It's 1221 over here. Oh, goddamn. And where are you at? I'm in D.C. In Pimponia? You said you're in Pimponia? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, you're so I'm stupid. in the DMV. Okay. Please understand it. Ron, shut up and get off. I be getting off every time I get in the shower. Oh, my bad. That's it. That's, yeah, I mean, because he be thinking about, never mind. I'm not going to. Thank you. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
But it, it rhymes with the noise he's going to make. He's going to say, ow. Um, so, I think I need a sandwich. <laughs> I hate you. Okay, at this point, we're going to say goodnight. So I always say this like three times before you guys just go ahead and say goodnight. Yeah, yeah. Good night. Thank you for having me. Get my book, Using Lives Alibis. On sale now. Everywhere. Get On it. sale now. All right. Say goodnight, Ron. Say goodnight, Ron. Goodnight, Ron. I will check you guys out next week. Good night. Good night.